Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Well, we have two home run hitters tonight. Both Donald Trump Jr. and Sean Parnell hit it out of the park last night uh, with their speeches at the Republican convention. And we're going to have both of them on the show here today. Donald Trump Jr. will be first. Here's a little taste of what he said last night. Pledge to repeal the Trump tax cuts, which were the biggest in our country. After eight years of Obama and Biden's slow growth, Trump's policies have been like rocket fuel to the economy and especially to the middle class. Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. That makes sense, though, considering Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster of the swamp. For the past half century, he's been lurking around in there. He sticks his head up every now and then to run for president. Then he disappears and doesn't do much in between. So if you're looking for hope, look to the man who did what the failed Obama-Biden administration never could do and built the greatest economy our country has ever seen. And President Trump will do it again. We will be stronger than ever because when we put our mind to it, there is no obstacle that America can't surmount. Except there's a difference this time. In the past, both parties believed in the goodness of America. We agreed on where we wanted to go. We just disagreed on how to get there. This time, the other party is attacking the very principles on which our nation was founded. Freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the rule of law. And he also said uh, that this election is shaping up to be church, work, and school versus rioting, looting, and vandalism. That's a pretty good way of putting it. Last night, rioters were setting buildings on fire in Kenosha, Wisconsin, supposedly to protest the shooting of an unarmed black man by some cops. Now, he was shot, but the, that was what the protests were supposed to be about. Uh, they're pretty quick to protest anything these days. But anyway, the usual people immediately convicted the cops of murder without bothering to wait to find out some of the facts. And, of course, today, another video did surface which showed that Jacob Blake, the man who was shot, had been wrestled to the ground by the cops on the other side of his car, which wasn't visible on the original video. And then that was before he got up and headed for the car and then reached inside the car. I'm sure we can expect more rioting tonight. But what you can expect when we come back after this break is Donald Trump Jr. Stick around. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. 
How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety, and that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, The Biblical Prescription for Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and deepening trust and dependence on God. The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. This is the Entertainment Answer. What is my streaming pick of the week? Well, it has to be the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. Journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim Mahoney, who has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events, interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Now, to see patterns of evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MOVIE for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com to watch Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. And, of course, we went to different cities. One day, he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always encountered him to have my back. We hadn't talked for a while. And then she texted me. And we went for a walk. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. I was away from my family during the holidays. And a friend invited me to their house for dinner. It really meant a lot. He knew I was having a rough week. So he asked me to go fishing with him. My friend knew that I didn't want to go out. So... She brought me dinner instead. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. 
learn more about preventing suicide at veteranscrisisline.net. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, the Republicans opened their convention last night uh, to a big audience and good reviews. And we have two of the primetime speakers coming up. We have Sean Purnell. But first, it's Donald Trump Jr. Don, thanks for being here. Uh, it's great to be with you. And I think Sean will be great also. I loved his speech last night. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He's, we've had him on several times. Um, and he's a great, uh, great candidate, I think, too. Uh, but um, all the right people, all the right people in the media uh, hated everything about last night. So I'm guessing you guys are feeling pretty good. Yeah, uh, the, the crazier they go, the bigger conspiracy theory they try to push means, and they're not attacking actually any of the content or the delivery or anything. Means that uh, we did a really good job because they had nothing else to complain about, which is surprising. Yeah, um, and five or six years ago, could you have imagined uh, giving a speech at the Republican convention? And there you were last night. Well, you know, I did it in 16, but before that, probably yeah. not. Uh, but ever since then, and, you know, seeing the results that my father's delivered, but also the heat he's taken, the heat that we've taken as a family, the, you know, them trying to throw us in jail, it sort of made me a little bit more of an activist than I'd probably be otherwise. And so it, it was important to, you know, go after these people and, and, and really talk about results. I mean, Donald Trump delivered on a promises made, promises that kept agenda. Joe Biden's been in the swamp for 50 years. I ask your independent listeners, people who are wondering which way they're going to vote, name a single Joe Biden accomplishment. If you can do that, vote for him. You can't. Yeah. There hasn't yeah. been one. He, he, he should be running for president of China because between NAFTA and TPP, he did more to destroy the American manufacturing industry, uh, the American middle class. You know, he, he basically spent 50 years exporting our American dream to China. Now he's going to fix things. Why didn't he do it when he was vice president? It's not like he didn't have power. What, he didn't have Obama's ear? Wait, forget to tell Obama about any of the things that he wants to do? It's asinine to believe that the biggest swamp creature in D.C. is the guy that's going to somehow be you know, a man for the people all of a sudden. Yeah, I was going to get to about what uh, the, the, you referred to him last night as the uh, as the Loch Ness monster of the of the swamp. I thought that was a pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've heard that one before. Uh, no, I think that's the Don Jr. original. So, uh, but but it's a hundred percent accurate. You know, he runs for president every decade or two. You know, he dropped out the first time in ninety eighty eight because he plagiarized stuff. You know, that doesn't come up. Uh, his the fact that Robert Gates, who's Obama's own Secretary of Defense, said Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every decision for his entire career. That's impressive for half a century. That's like almost impossible. Uh, assuming so many of these decisions are sort of binary, yes or no. I mean, a monkey guessing at random could have performed better than Joe Biden, but you know, no one talks about that. I mean, I literally actually wrote a book about it because during the sort of the lockdown, I'm sitting at home being like, man, half a century career. Like, you'd think there'd be something in there the media would be talking about, but they refuse. They're not going to do anything critical of the Democrats because they're cheerleaders for the Democrats. They're no longer journalists. They're liberal activists. And so, I mean, I literally have a book coming out next week called Liberal Privilege talking about all of Biden's records, whether it's his terrible record on race, whether it's his terrible record on trade, whether it's the graft from his son and his brother and the government contracts that they get because of their connection to Joe Biden and the office, uh, you know, the Ukraine stuff, all the shady. You know, if Donald Trump Jr. did those things, it would be national news every minute of every day. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's brother, Joe Biden. No problem. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. It's insane. Well, speaking of uh, juniors, uh, Hunter Biden's not a junior, but he, I don't know if you saw the news today, but he was drummed out of the Naval Reserve for having tested for cocaine. That just came out a little while ago. I don't know if you saw that. Well, no, that, that, that's been news for a while, and no, but no one's talked about it. You know, again, you think if I would have been, if I had done something with cocaine, if I returned a rental car uh, with a crack pipe in it, um, if I tried spending three years trying to avoid child support and alimony payments, you know, that would be a story. They'd be, yeah. they'd be really interested in it. He gets a total pass on it, and then he gets to do a, you know, a, a pre-recorded and well-edited tape talking about character. Like, really? Talking about character? I mean, and by the way, I won't even get into the more personal stuff as it relates to him and his family issues because, right. you know, I, I, I'm not that guy. But if you did the story yourself, it's pretty disgusting stuff. You know, so I don't want to ever be lectured by a Biden about character. Give me a break. Now, even as uh, you were speaking, and we're talking to Donald Trump Jr., uh, even as you were speaking uh, last night, buildings were burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and people were mm -hmm. being harassed in cities all over the country. The videos are everywhere. It's amazing what's going on. Uh, you made a point yeah. to show the contrast in your speech last night. I, I did. Uh, you know, this is... 
name one person. The Democrats had four days of like, what, four hours a day of unfettered access. Uh, they could talk about anything they wanted. Name one Democrat person at the DNC that spoke last week about the burning down of our cities, the looting of our buildings, and even, you know, even censoring that kind of behavior. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't even touch it uh, no. because they're tacitly accepting of it. They're, they're more okay. You can loot. You can burn. You can steal. But if you go to church, work, or school, you're, you're canceled. We're going to fine you. You're going to lose your business license. Uh, you're going to get arrested in some cases. This is insanity. And this is happening in liberal cities run with liberal mayors in liberal states. And you saw the power grab during the COVID crisis that these guys have. And they're not so keen on giving that power and that freedom back to the American people. So we better wake up and start thinking about that. You had uh, Vernon Jones as one of the speakers last night, uh, a black state rep from uh, Georgia. He really ripped the Democrats. And it's obviously it's obvious, I mean, that um, there is some movement by black voters away from the Democrats towards your father. Are you able to measure the extent of that? Do you see it growing? Uh, you know, I, I definitely see a lot more enthusiasm and because Donald Trump delivered for this. Now, Obama could have solved these problems if he even attempted to address them, but he didn't. He didn't tackle prison reform. Donald Trump did. He didn't create opportunity zones so you get investment in inner cities. You know, Donald Trump did that. Uh, you know, he, Obama and Biden, they didn't push for school choice so that your kid can get an education and you can choose you know, where you'd send your kid because you probably have a better understanding of how that kid learns and, and what would work for them. Donald Trump pushes for those policies. So the reality is those communities have benefited incredibly from Donald Trump, but you won't hear that because, the, again, the media and the Democrats, one and the same, are, you know, are going to push a, a nonsense narrative because they want ownership of over all of those people and all over all of those demographics because they've had them unfairly, but they've had them for decades. Now, I saw today that uh, the reaction to Herschel Walker speaking, uh, uh, people, uh, black uh, some black people, uh, Jamel Hill, for one, uh, said that he called him an Uncle Tom. And uh, you wonder well, that's, when that's going to stop. That, that's the and standard. That's, if, you don't, if you don't toe the line, uh, just like if you don't toe the line with the Democrats in every single talking point, if you even have a different thought than them, you're a racist, you're a misogynist, you're this. You know, if, if you're an African-American that doesn't toe the line with the Jamel Hills of the world, you know, you're an Uncle Tom. I mean, when does it get old? I mean, she's going to question Herschel Walker. I mean, give me a break. Well, you know what's interesting to me about that is that nobody wants to say that all black people are alike. Nobody wants to say that any group thinks alike or are all alike. No, 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 but Joe Biden actually said that. Yes, Joe Biden he did. said last week, oh, yeah, Hispanics, they're very diverse. Black, yeah, they're all the same. Right? And you know, if, you're, if, if you're black. voting for Trump, you ain't black. Imagine Donald Trump said that. Imagine a conservative said that. They'd never, they'd never be able to run for office again in their lives. Joe Biden says these ridiculously racist and asinine things on a daily basis, usually in between forgetting where he is because he can't even remember. I mean, this guy is a just he's clueless. He's, you know, it, it's sick that, that, that they're pushing it. But again, the media likes Joe Biden because they can try to sell to the American people that it's it's moderate Joe Biden. Guess what? You're not moderate Joe Biden if you're going with the Bernie Sanders joint unity platform on your website. These are Bernie Sanders, radical socialist Marxist ideas on Joe Biden's website. You don't choose Kamala Harris with a more liberal record in the United States Senate than even Bernie Sanders as your VP. If you're not beholden to the radical left, you don't choose Beto O'Rourke to be your gun czar if you're moderate on the Second Amendment. Joe's not moderate. Joe doesn't know what he is. Joe is a puppet of the radical left. But the media, again, they like to do that because they can say, it's moderate Joe from Scranton. He's not moderate Joe from Scranton. He left Scranton. He was like seven years old. He went down to Delaware. He got an elected official office in D.C. when he was in his 20s, and he's been a swamp creature ever since, doing nothing for the American people. Uh, we only have about a minute left here. Uh, we're talking to uh, Donald Trump Jr. So uh, I, have a, I have a strange question for you. What, what's the Before we go, I wanted to make this the last one. What's the uh, one thing that you think your uh, father would like to change about his job? <laughs> I, I think he would love to have a fair and unbiased media well, to talk about the that. things that have actually happened. That's never going to happen. But I think if there's one thing he could have, it would be that. Because don't forget, Donald Trump's track record of accomplishment is pretty amazing. But it's even more amazing when you recognize that he did all of those things with a media and a left wing that would do nothing to work with him. They pushed a Russia hoax for three years. They're still doing it. Last week, they were still doing it. I mean, it's been debunked. It's over. It's ridiculous. It always was. 
but they ran with that for three years. They tried putting his family in jail. Joe Biden unmasked me and my brother-in-law eight days before the inauguration. It was the first time there was a non-peaceful transition of power in American history. Imagine what would have happened to George Bush if he did that to Obama. <laughs> He'd be in jail. He'd be hey, in jail, Donald. but it's, it's a different, different, different story for us if we're conservative. Hey, Donald, I'm out of time. I just want to mention that uh, you have my number now. Uh, I've, I looked at my schedule. I, I might be able to squeeze your dad in if he would call and want to be on the show. Oh, yeah, you can fit him. You think you can fit in the president? That's great. I, I, I'll, I, I'll make sure to let him know. Okay. In the meantime, tell Sean Cornell I said hello. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh, See you thanks. next time. Be well. That's Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, I think uh, my next. Uh, I want to. Uh, it's great having Donald Trump uh, Jr. on. He did a nice job there, but I just wanted to let him know that. Uh, I might be able to squeeze his dad in if he would call. He's got our number now, see? Uh, sometimes it gets dangerous for people because uh, I get their phone number, and they do it when they do a good job on the show, many times I'll tell them, you know, you made a big mistake coming on and doing a really good job because it just means I'm going to bother you some more. Um, but um, last night the um, the ratings are in on the, uh, on the convention, and the – I don't know how they would interpret this. The – Democrats did better on their first night with TV viewing, 17, uh, 17% better. It was like, uh, I think it was uh, 17 million to 15 million. But streaming, and this is amazing. I don't know how, how this happens, but uh, the streaming numbers last night, the Republicans had six times the streaming numbers that the Democrats had for their first night. Uh, and... I don't know. I'm sure that there's somebody out there uh, who works in politics and knows about this stuff that can then can figure out what that means. But uh, that's uh, that. Everybody was looking to see who would do better. But uh, in the in the TV ratings, the Democrats came out a little bit ahead. Uh, interesting though, Fox had a bigger audience than all of the other cable networks combined, and I think NBC, the regular network. Um, uh, and there's a lot of complaints today, and I think some of them are, are legitimate. Uh, that, that last night, I didn't try to watch the whole thing. I, I prefer to catch the highlights. I, I, I was able to watch Sean Parnell's speech uh, on video today, and I watched uh, Donald Trump's speech. I didn't see it live. But um, the, uh, the, the, the complaint about Fox is that they, the convention was going on, and they – like when Vernon Jones was on, he did a really good speech. He's the black, uh, re black Democrat state rep who did a really uh, good job last night. While he was on, um, he was on the split screen, and Fox was doing an interview. I think it was Lindsey Graham was on at the time being interviewed by Sean Hannity. Uh, people see that every night. Uh, that was a chance to see a former Democrat and a black man uh very enthusiastically uh, supporting uh, Donald Trump and asking for people to vote for him and shooting down all these stupid arguments about uh, how he's a racist. And I don't know if they showed the Herschel Walker speech either, but his was good, too. He had a short speech, but it was very good. And he said that uh, he's known Donald Trump for years and he's not a racist. Um, and, of course, as I said to Donald Trump Jr., it's amazing that how the number of people who come out of the woodwork, the black uh, uh, people, journalists especially, uh, and they and they they refer to uh, someone like Jones or Herschel Walker as Uncle Toms. And on the one hand, you're told that you're, you know, it's wrong to suggest that all black people think alike, but at the same time that you're told that that's a racist thing to do, there are black people out there. Absolutely trashing, humiliating uh, uh, other blacks because they don't think alike. Because they they had the nerve to not think the way that these critics do, like Jamel Hill. Anybody who supports Donald Trump uh, is a racist. Of course, her mother voted for him uh, in 2016, I think. Um, but that's what she said. And Joe Biden is out there saying. Uh, if you don't vote for, vote for me, you're not black. He told Herschel Walker he's not black. you got to try telling him that to his face. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Sean Parnell, who also gave a speech last night, a really good one. Stick around. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The National Hurricane Center projects that Laura will draw energy from warm Gulf waters and become a Category 3 hurricane before making landfall along the Gulf Coast late Wednesday or early Thursday with winds of around 115 miles per hour. Officials urged evacuating people to stay with relatives or in hotel rooms to avoid spreading the virus that causes COVID-19. Day two of the RNC, First Lady Melania Trump set to give the night's marquee address from the Rose Garden of the White House. President Trump expected to make an appearance during primetime programming. Firefighters aided by weather and reinforcements hoping to continue their progress against California wildfires that have killed at least seven people in ravaged counties in the San Francisco Bay Area and wine country. Stocks finishing mixed, the Dow dropped 60 points, the Nasdaq ahead 86, and the S&P up a dozen. This is SRN News. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tatum. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code MOVIE for 20% off. If anybody doubted how strong America is, look at all we've been through in the past few months and understand why we're still standing. We're still standing because we believe in the bonds that bring us together. We believe in freedom and liberty. And we believe that after all we've been through, nothing can defeat us. So let's cheer as America gets ready to rebuild and remake our lives bigger, stronger, better than ever before. Keep it here to find out how. AM 1250, The Answer. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and you Use the promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. This is the Entertainment Answer. What is my streaming pick of the week? Well, it has to be the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. Journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim Mahoney, who has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events, interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Now, to see patterns of evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MOVIE for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com to watch Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Heavy delays outbound 28, crawling from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue with a disabled vehicle. Parkway West slows outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie and inbound Carnegie to Green Tree. Parkway East, very busy on the outbound side, a five-minute delay, Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, and a really heavy delay on the inbound side, County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Partly cloudy for tonight, low 61. Clouds and sun. Watch for a strong thunderstorm in the afternoon tomorrow. High 84. Wednesday night, an evening thunderstorm, otherwise clear to partly cloudy, low 70. Thursday, clouds and some sun with a thunderstorm, high 85. A thunderstorm Friday, high 82. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Sean Parnell was a primetime player last night. He was given a chance to give a speech, and he got great reviews at the Republican convention. He's running against uh, Connor Lamb in the 17th District here in western Pennsylvania, and he joins us now. Sean, thanks for coming on. Good job on the speech. Getting good reviews. Hey, thanks, John. Yeah, I'm blown away by it. You know, um, the, the president's team let me craft my remarks uh, on my own. And I feel like I feel like it really resonated. I mean, it, it was the it was the blessing of a lifetime to even have the opportunity to participate and be a small part of it. So I'm just grateful that the president gave me that opportunity. Uh, but I, I'm also grateful that the uh, that the speech seemed to resonate. Mm-hmm. The, this stuff, uh, this politics stuff, is still pretty new to you. Were you nervous? <laughs> I, I was so nervous. I didn't even know what the heck I said. I really? Swear, I swear. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, the whole thing was so overwhelming, John. Like you, you get there, and it's it's the largest stage. I've been speaking for eight years now. It's part of what I did for a living. But this is the largest stage, you know, in terms of audience I've ever been on. And and that Mellon Auditorium was just overwhelming. I mean, just huge auditorium with these beautiful pillars and 50 foot American flags dressed right dress. And then the flags behind the podium and all of these cameras, like it was Super Bowl Sunday, you see the cameras in the field that are like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was insane. And so they basically just said, you know, walk up to the podium, smile and do your thing. And I, I, I went through the speech and they were like, okay, good. You're done. I'm like, what? Just it's done. It was it. It was done. And so one take done, and, and it was, I was just sort of blown away by it. It, um, it was just surreal, man. It just, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I was pinching myself all the time. Yeah, that's great. Uh, now, uh, there are no people at all in the building other than, uh, technicians and people like that. Yeah. Just a bunch of like the president's staff, um, and technicians. Um, but it, it didn't feel that way. Like it, it, it felt like, I mean, it was just so well-produced. I mean, you compare to the, the message that the Republicans sent uh, last right. night, optimistic, you know, a, a future that is bright and filled with promise compared to the Democrats' convention, which was honestly like a post-apocalyptic telethon. I was like, what is this? People, people were filming selfie videos with unmade beds in the background, John. And you compare that to what the, what the Republicans did. It was just, it, there just was no comparison. And I'm not even trying to throw partisan jabs. I just thought it was the Republican yeah. convention so much better produced. Uh, you opened your speech by talking about an incident in Afghanistan uh, and tied it in with um, a lot of things that are going on right now. For people who missed it, what was the point you made there? Yeah, I, one of the things that we learned in Afghanistan was that, that we all bleed red. And despite our many differences, and we were as different as you could possibly imagine, had we let those differences divide us in Afghanistan, in one of the most hostile regions on the face of the planet, we would have died perished on some mountaintop and that and nobody ever heard of. And part of my job as a leader was to, to help people see past those many differences and unite our platoon in the face of, you know, a dire enemy threat. And we did. And that's, I think that's precisely why we survived. And so I tried to send a unifying message last night that yes, Americans are different, but united, we can do anything and have done uh, extraordinary things. So, um, I, I, you know, and, and I, what, what else I wanted to do, John, I also wanted to send a message to Democrats because I have to say we meet so many of them on the campaign trail. These are moderate Democrats that love America. Uh, you know, they're pro-life, they're pro-gun, they're union guys, the people that built this country and make the wheels of America turn. I wanted to send a direct message to them to say, if the party of AOC, this new Democratic Party, does not embody your values, then stand with us. You, you are more than welcome to stand in our tent uh, and, and fight with us for the future of this country. Um, because I, ultimately, I, I believe leaders 
primary job is to unite and not divide, and, and that's certainly what I'm trying to do here in western Pennsylvania. Yeah, you mentioned in your speech that uh, you come from a, kind of a, a, a split uh, political family, some Democrats and Republicans, but you mentioned your grandfather was a, a strong Democrat, um, yep. and he, he wouldn't be voting for uh, Joe Biden now, would he? No, no. And, and uh, you know, my grandfather was like a, a second father to me. I mean, uh, you know, he worked his entire life, two, three jobs his entire life, and he was a proud union Democrat, but the party today, what, I, mean, I think he'd be rolling over in his grave uh, at what the party has become. And, and really, John, I think there's been a paradigm shift in, in this country over the last decade from you know, the Democrats being a sort of moderate pro-worker party to the Republicans are now the party of the American working man and woman. We're the party of the American middle class. What we represent, I mean, in our tent, what I said last night, in our tent, you're free to pursue whatever lifestyle you want, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for everybody. That's our job as leaders in this country to make sure that people can live the life that they want. Uh, the Democrats aren't like that. In fact, if you disagree with what their party platform is, they cancel you or they get you fired. I mean, remember that, that, that t- teacher in, in Michigan, John, that – uh, a couple of months ago, just said Donald Trump is your president on Facebook, and what happened to him? He got fired. Yep. So, yep. The, you know, this is the party. Our, the Republican Party is a part party of uh, diversity of thought, and and that discourse between people that have different views is is is, is what has advanced this country uh, to become the greatest country on the face of the planet. And and I want to. I'd like to. You know, I want the Republican Party is that party where people can have differing views. Uh, and come to a consensus and do what's best on behalf of the American people. And um, uh, do you have you run into a lot of people on the campaign trail? You've been out there for a while now. Have you run into a lot of people who have said to you, hey, I'm a Democrat and I voted for Hillary Clinton, but I'm voting for you and I'm voting for Donald Trump? uh, We've met a lot of Democrats that said we've, you know, we voted for Donald Trump last time and we're voting for him this time <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot in fact we even meet some democrats that tell you know what i didn't vote for donald trump last time but i'm voting for him this time we also meet uh, uh, well conservatives who you know for whatever for one reason or another you know maybe they didn't believe president trump would be sufficiently pro-life or whatever yeah. uh they, conservatives who said i didn't vote for him last time but i'm voting for him this time and so i just think that there's a, a the, there, the enthusiasm for our president you know, while sometimes people don't like how, you know, he tweets or some of the things that he says, I think people certainly do like his policies. And, you know, I think he's got strong support around here. Yeah, Salino Zito wrote a piece about you in the Washington Examiner. Uh, yeah. Talked about, yeah. And she talked about how far you've come in the last 10 years. You had to be thinking about that last night. I was thinking about that. I, um, you know, I left the military, didn't have anything. I was broke and I was broken. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Came back here to Pittsburgh, went to grad school, and and started trying to tell the story of my soldiers, uh, and that eventually became Outlaw Platoon. Uh, but ten years after that, after I was medically retired from the military, I go to speaking on in a primetime slot at the Republican National Convention. John, this is the greatest country in the face of the planet, man. I mean, this is the only country in the world that would afford someone like me who had nothing just ten years ago to be speaking on stage in a primetime slot, you know, for the entire world to watch. And mm-hmm. I'm just so, I just consider myself just so blessed to even have had the, uh, the opportunity. Have you met the president yet? I have not. I mean, what the heck is <laughs> going on with that? I talked to him on the phone for 15 minutes. I got in like four words edgewise and that's it. But he called me yeah. and that was pretty awesome. Um, but I haven't met him yet. That's that. That's on the agenda, though. That's on the. That's, that's, on, that's yeah. on the agenda. Well, I just had Donald Jr. on. He said to say hello to you, and he liked your speech last He's night. Awesome. So got that He's going a great for guy. You. Let me ask yeah, you something. That, uh, that, it's, this just occurred to sure. me now because you're you're a military guy, and Donald Trump is a commander in chief. Um, from a what, what do the military? I mean, it's supposed to be a civilian commander in chief, but. Um, what do military people that you run into think of, not just Donald Trump, but when, when the, somebody who has no military experience becomes your commander? Well, how does that, how do you, how do you uh, work that? How do you accept that? 
you know what? It's just woven into the very fabric of who we are as a nation. You know, the commander in chief is, is, is a civilian. Our country and our system was designed that way to give a level of separation between, you know, our military generals and our military leadership and a civilian leadership that runs our country. Uh, and I think that's important. Um, and sometimes, you know, you get a, a, a president who served in the military, uh, but that doesn't always necessarily mean that whoever that person is would be a good president. Right. Um, it, you know, and so uh, the founders intended our system uh, to, to be structured this way. And, and ultimately, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a good thing. And, you know, President Trump, uh, as far as the way that the people in the military feel about this guy, I, I just feel like people, the troops in general, again, whether or not they agree with everything he says. Which, by the way, I reject that premise. Why? Why do I have to agree with everything that someone says in order right. to support them? I, I rege- but but they think they. I know that the, that our troops believe that this president has has their back, and that's very very important. Um, and um, you have a little over two months left before the election. Uh, where do you feel your campaign stands right now? I know you've written, you've had a good, uh, you've raised more money than Connor Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're. I think we're on pace for an even better third quarter. Uh, look, if I were speaking in battlefield terms, I'd say that we have the initiative right now. We've got all the momentum. Um, our message is resonating. And, you know, Lamb, you know, look, here's the deal. He said one thing to people to get their votes, and he's done something very different. And so when you've got an integrity problem like that in the district, it's, it's very no amount of money can make that up. And the people just simply don't trust what he has to say. And we're just going to keep driving that message home and working hard, knocking on doors every single day, raising money, meeting people. We'll do that every day from now until November. And I think we're going to have a real good night. Now, um, yesterday was a pretty big day, and you and maybe the last couple of days getting ready to go up there and, and do the speech and everything. But just give me an idea what uh, a normal day is for you. Like today's, uh, what, Tuesday, <laughs> I guess? Yeah. What, what are you going to do tomorrow? <laughs> well, uh, wake up early and do it all over. I mean, we're waking up early and we're going to we're going to be heading back to the district. I've got I've had interviews all day today uh, surrounding the convention. Uh, yeah. But my typical day, like last night, for example, I probably didn't get to bed till three o'clock in the morning because I was thanking everybody that watched the speech or people that write me and say good job. I always try to personally respond to them and say thank you. Within the first 60 seconds of my speech being over, I probably had a thousand messages. I mean, wow. I mean, just like one ding on my phone and a hundred text messages at the same time. And so people just saying, I love this speech, you know, thanks for the unifying message. And I was just respond. I respond to each and every person as best I can. It's getting hard now at this point, but I made myself a promise, John, when Outlaw Platoon came out that if someone were going to take the time to write to me and say, Hey, I appreciate your story. Uh, and I'm going to take the time to write back, but getting hard to do <laughs> especially after last night it's getting it's getting difficult to do well as you say you've been out there knocking on doors now meeting people you're going to do it for another two months what's the the number one issue right now is there any one issue that just keeps coming back that's being the one that people bring up on their own i think it's yeah i do it's the economy i think people i think we've got to do everything that we can to uh rebuild this economy and, and restore the American dream for people. Uh, I think, you know, the economy is number one and, you know, COVID and, and our pandemic response strategy is definitely number two. And our campaign has got, I think, a message that resonates with people that, that handles and that handles both. And I think any plan moving forward has to take into consideration the economic impact of these shutdowns and, you know, while taking the pandemic seriously and protecting the vulnerable. And our, we, we have a message that, that, that sort of we our message is that right and it's been resonating with people and so the number one issue economy uh and coronavirus we're talking to sean parnell he's uh, running against connor lamb in the 17th district uh, in western pa um have you been able to get mr lamb to uh condemn any of the violence around the country donald trump uh, jr said that you know all last week they had all those speakers and he couldn't think of one person who said anything about it of course not. I mean, but but I'll tell you, there's been a there's been a shift in this race to where you know I've been calling out uh, Lamb on his record for probably eight straight months now, and he's not been saying anything, not been saying anything, uh, and now because the momentum has shifted into our favor and the district, I think, is leaning in our direction, 
he's got all these, you know, quote unquote journalists attacking us, third parties attacking us. He just published an op-ed in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette today talking about how he didn't want to defund the police. It was conservatives that actually wanted to fund the police. And his yeah. argument was that we should take taxpayer dollars from people in PA-17 and pay for the city of Portland. <laughs> where, where you have a liberal mayor who's allowing their city to burn, who's defunding their own police department. Connor Lamb wants to take our taxpayer dollars, the fund for all of these cities run by these liberals who are letting their cities burn. That's absurd. So now, have you ever, say all that to say, he's attacking us because we've got the momentum, and he doesn't. Right. Have you ever run into him uh, out when you're knocking on doors? What, you ever been on the same street while he's out knocking on doors? <laughs> No, I've never seen him and, until I saw him at the, the, the Democratic National Convention. I wasn't even sure he was a real person. And I saw him, I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's real. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, he's, he's like campaigning against the ghost. Is it a rope-a-dope strategy? I don't know. Well, he's got the power of the incumbent. So, yeah. you know, he's, 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 I think he's leaning on that and hoping that Pelosi will help help him limp across the goal line, given that she's invested $1.3 million into the race nine months before nine months before the election. By the way, you don't invest that kind of money unless you're very, very worried about your incumbent. And she should be um, Mm -hmm. because no amount of money that she's going to spend is going to make up for the integrity problems that he has in the district. Well, hey, uh, we're out of time, Sean. I'm sure we'll have you on again before uh, November 3rd. But uh, congratulations on the speech last night, and thanks for coming on again. Yep, John, anytime. Have a great day. Okay, you too. That's Sean Parnell, 17th District, and we'll be right back. about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Stagerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. This is AM 1250, The Answer. Uncle Tom is a movie that leftist Democrats don't want you to see, which, of course, is one big reason why you should want to see it. Uh, Uncle Tom stars Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, and Brandon Tatum. Now, they all share three things in common. They're courageous, they had a life-changing experience, and they are black conservative Americans. Something else they have in common? Their voices are the ones the leftists don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. It's their stories of how their lives were changed when they finally figured out the truth. It's the story of black conservatives in their own voice. You can see Uncle Tom now on pay-per-view. Just go to UncleTom.com and download it. The stories that these courageous people have to tell will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. It's a story of redemption and hope. It's the story of America's black conservatives, and it's the truth. See Uncle Tom now. Just go to UncleTom.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just the number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Hey, John Stogger, here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow. 
and how it's changed my sleep. And check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you're going to be hearing more and more about the uh, the shooting in Kenosha. Uh, apparently, the guy's name is Jacob Blake. He is, I guess he's going to survive, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. And um, he's also going to be going to jail, so uh, that's not a good future for him. But, um, you know, there's more coming out. And, of course, the thing about these situations is that immediately after they happen, uh, people come out and make statements, and much of it is virtue signaling. Uh, People like uh, LeBron James, he's out there saying that black people are afraid to go out on the street uh, this is why, because of what happened to uh, Jacob Blake, uh, which is insane because uh, what happened to Jacob Blake would not have happened if he would have just um, cooperated with the police. And not I don't know what uh, his involvement was in the uh, incident that that um, caused the police to be called. But LeBron James is out there saying he's afraid. And uh, my man, Jason Whitlock. Um, he said, he said that uh, LeBron James is a bigot. And Whitlock wrote today, "I'm black. I'm not scared. I'm not terrified. Neither is LeBron James. He's lying. He and the political activists controlling him want black people to immerse themselves in fear. Fear is a tool used to control people. If you comply with police instructions, there is virtually no chance of an American citizen being harmed by police. So." It's all starting up again, and we'll see when these uh, when this video comes out uh, and it's in, uh, investigated and studied that things will be a lot different than they were 15 minutes after it happened. Maybe LeBron James should figure that out. We'll be back tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.